Welcome to the In Love with PMDD podcast. I am your host, Rose, your PMDD relationship expert. I have personally been suffering with PMDD for over 15 years and spent so much time desperately trying to navigate my intimate relationships, going from breakup to breakup, thinking that everyone else was the problem. I am now married to an amazing PMDD partner thanks to the PMDD-specific relationship tools that I have developed over the years, and now I am here to share them with you. Because I know that there is not much research available to PMDD partners, I am now dedicating my doctorate practice specifically for PMDD relationships. I am a traumatology doctoral candidate, and each week, I will be providing PMDD partners with my signature PMDD trauma transformational tools on how to effectively navigate an intimate relationship while having PMDD so that you can avoid the patterns of breaking up with your partner every single month and you can finally have the supportive relationship that we all desire and deserve. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. Now let's get into your weekly dose of PMDD relationship tools. We got this. I get it. Your partner triggered you. And guess what? Nine times out of 10, your partner is triggered too. So, so many times what we PMDD partners tend to not understand is that when we are triggered by our Our partners are probably triggered by us, but a lot of times partners of PMDD sufferers tend to hold in a lot of their anger. They tend to hold in a lot of their frustration because they're just trying to have good, not trying to shake things up. They're trying to, they're basically walking on eggshells. And I know this because I work with a lot of the partners of PMDD sufferers and they're always telling me that they always have things that they're triggered by by our, by their partners, but they just don't say anything because they don't want that PMDD rage to come up. They don't want all of a sudden that they're told that they're doing something wrong. Or the most common one is when the partner tells the PMDD sufferer that they're triggered by something, they don't like something, something upsets them, then the PMDD sufferer begins to tell them that it's their fault you know, you're the reason why my PMDD symptoms are that bad, or the only reason that I did this to you was because you did this. It's a lack of taking responsibility for the actions that us as PMDD sufferers do. And so what happens is the partners end up shutting down. And I want to let you know something first and foremost, being triggered by your partner is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. But when you come to me, as a couple or individually, you tell me that you're consistently getting triggered by your partner. What I want to ask first is, are we addressing what those triggers are? Because when you cover something up and you don't address it, it's just going to happen again. And a lot of times, if it's something that needs to be addressed, it's going to keep showing up in different areas of your life in different scenarios. You're going to keep being in conflict with your partner about this particular thing until you pay attention to it until you actually deal with it. So what I strongly suggest all of my private clients to do is to have a PMDD mashup session with me. And basically what that is, is going over all of your triggers in my presence while we're connecting so that I can be able to kind of be a referee so that no one gets that, what it really is, it's emotional abuse. 
because it's telling the person that they're wrong. You're stonewalling them that they shouldn't feel that way. And we all know that when we're in PMDD, we don't want to be told that we should just suck it up. We don't want to be told that we should be able to handle it. We should be able to get past it. We should be able to ignore it because we know that's not the case. And I don't pl- blame a lot of PMDD partners because earlier in our journey, even my PMDD partner, he's a Marine, right? So we're both in the military. I'm in the Army. He's in the Marine Corps. And we're both used to pushing past pain. We're both used to just sucking it up and getting the job done. That's what we're bred to do. You know, he's been in for over 20 years. I've been in for 19 years. Like, that's what we're bred to do. But PMDD has a way of taking you down, right? It's not about, you know, for number one, it lasts for 14 days. So a lot of the times when we're talking about, you know, your partner may be talking about like a headache that you have or a stomach ache or something if you have an event to go to, but the idea that you can push past the pain that lasts continuously for 14 days, it's not a thing. And it took my partner about a good eight months eight rounds of PMDD for him to recognize, like, wait a minute, this is not her. Like, she really can't push past this because what begins to happen when your partner thinks that you can push past it and you're just choosing not to, it's almost like you're telling them they're suffering. You know, it's almost like you don't care about them enough if you're not able to get over your PMDD. Or you, if you really love them, you would be able to look past your PMDD and be loving and do all the things. And that's not the case. So partners have a lot of resentment towards the PMDD sufferers and they hold it in because it's it's not a good feeling. It's kind of like when we're in PMDD and we have these really negative feelings towards our partner, it we don't really want to voice it. You know, it's it feels icky, it feels bad, but there but it is there. So when we have these sessions with my private clients and we really talk about I do two kinds of sessions. I do one where I'm just talking to the PMDD partner, right? Because I find that they're able to just tell me openly and honestly without any any kind of backlash, any kind of lashing out what they're really feeling. And the problem is once we get finished with the sessions is that the PMDD sufferer doesn't know that. They don't know that their partner is suffering a lot of times because they're holding it in. And they're holding it in because they love you, because they care about you, because they want to experience the good days and they don't want to add to the bad days. But I just want to let you know that as much as you are triggered by your partner when you're in PMDD, they're triggered by you too. And they're holding it in. And it's not good to do that over a long period of time without them being able to get some form of release because not a lot of these PMDD partners have friends that they can talk to. Even the PMDD sufferers, when I talk to them one-on-one and they're talking about how they're feeling about their partner, it's not something that they want to tell their family and friends because then their family and friends probably won't like your partner anymore because if they hear that ugly side that you, how you see them when you're in PMDD, those intrusive thoughts, those things that aren't true, if they hear that, they're going to think you're in a bad relationship. They're going to tell you to break up with them. They're going to tell you to just end it. But you know, A lot of times we know when we're in PMDD and we're having those intrusive thoughts, we know that they're not true. A lot of times we can't necessarily stop them, right? Like, it's like you're looking at something, you're like, this isn't true. But the feeling, the feeling that you have about those intrusive thoughts, it feels so real in the moment. 
it feels like you really hate your partner. It feels like you really don't want to be touched by your partner. It feels like your partner isn't attracted to you. It feels like your partner doesn't like you. All of these feelings are very, very real. But yet, who do you talk to? Who do you tell that to? Without them getting some kind of perception about your partner that's not necessarily true. So you hold it in. So what's happening a lot of times is when you're both triggered by each other, it's because you're both holding in all of the things that are triggering you. You are triggered by your partner because your partner is holding in things and you can feel that and you're holding in things and you can feel that. And it's like a bubble wasting, waiting to bust. And so what I suggest, I have my two-month private PMDD relationship coaching called Breakup Proof for Your PMDD Relationship. And during this time, during our weekly sessions, because um, there's eight sessions once a week, and I'm giving you tools specifically for your relationship, for things that you're specifically going through. And during that time, we're getting it out. We're getting out how we're feeling all the real, the raw, the the things that you're probably scared to say, but we're saying it in a safe space to where you don't end up arguing about it. That's the best thing. So the thing is you need to get the feelings out. You need to get the intrusive thoughts out. And sometimes when you get the intrusive thoughts out in my presence and you hear what your partner has to say in response, you recognize a lot of those fears that you have are not really true. And a lot of times we don't get past those intrusive thoughts. We tend to have the same ones every month. And it's because we have that same belief system because all we have to do is hold on to one of those intrusive thoughts and believe it. And it's stuck in our system. And so every month when we go through PMDD, it comes back up. So everyone has a different narrative that they tell themselves during PMDD. Um, that tends to come up. So not everybody has the same kind of intrusive thoughts, but they do have the same pattern of them coming up. So some of my clients get really insecure and really clingy because they feel like their partner is going to leave them. They feel like their partner has had enough. They feel like they're on their last straw. But when you actually talk to the partner, they're fine giving the effort. They're okay with it. They're, they're, they're not complaining about it at all. It's just your, perception in your mind that you're thinking you're a burden because you know how hard PMDD is. We all know how hard PMDD is. And sometimes when we get into those intrusive thoughts, when we're deep in PMDD, we think they don't really want to have to deal with this. My partner doesn't want to have to deal with this. They would rather be with someone who doesn't have PMDD. But guess what? Your partner does want to be with you. And that's something that we, what we have to do is have you adopt a new belief system. So it's not about just telling you that, oh, your intrusive thoughts are a lie. That's very easy to do. It's like a quick fix. Like someone can tell you, don't believe the intrusive thoughts. And it's like, okay, easier said than done, right? Like you can read a book, you can read an article and they can literally tell you the way to get past these intrusive thoughts. They're all lies. Don't believe it. And that's it. Well, you read it and then you still believe it. So what we do in our private sessions is we go deep into digging it up into what that belief system is tied to and we create a new belief system and we build on that. It's like a getting something up from the root. If you want something to come for all of you, you plant bays out there that are doing the plant life, which I see a lot of that going around. If you want to get a weed out, if you want to get a bad thought out, you can't just cut it. Because it's just going to grow back every single month. And that's what happens in PMDD. 
you know, your partner says, oh, I don't mean that. Or they say, oh, that's an intrusive thought. But guess what? It comes right back up every month because it grows again. So until we go into that belief system and give you a new belief on what your partner really thinks, on what your relationship is really going through, then that's going to continue to grow and it's going to get frustrating. And it's going to get old really quickly if you're continuously dealing with the same thing over and over. You get exhausted. You get exhausted because it's like, man, I can't keep doing this every single month, you know, because there's no pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. PMDD is not a one month thing, not a two month thing. This is creating a lifestyle. So what we do in these two months is we build the foundation of a better lifestyle. So if that's something that you and your partner are interested in, I work with the couple, both individuals, or I work one-on-one with the PMDD partner or the PMDD sufferer. And all I need is one person, honestly, that's willing to take the tools, implement them. Because like I tell a lot of my clients, if one person changes, you both change. And you both change for the better because it's not about you telling your partner what you need to do. You know, so many times when we have PMDD, we're like, you need to do this. You need to do that. You need to, the, the best way to get my partner to do anything is not to tell him, you know, this is what you need to do and complain about what he's doing wrong. He's going to get defensive. He's going to shut down and start telling me what I'm doing wrong. And that's what happens when you trigger each other. You tell the person, oh, you do this. Oh, I'll give you a perfect example. My partner's snoring. Everyone knows. Uh, if you've been listening to my stories on Instagram, if you don't follow me on Instagram at in love with PMDD, you need to follow me. I give stories every day, free tips every single morning um, on my walk with Mr. Leo, which I'm doing right now. I actually um, am recording this podcast while I'm on a walk with my dog. And it's because the last podcast that I did, um, my heartfelt message to PMDD partners I got so many reviews, so many messages. I've been talking to you um, on Instagram so much about that one episode. And I remember I was so nervous because I've never recorded a podcast while I was walking. And I was like, oh, I have to wait till I get back. But I literally got the message while I'm walking. And I get a lot of my messages um, while I'm walking. I even did some sessions with clients while I'm walking, because I don't know if it's the endorphins or I don't know what it is, but I tend to get a lot of inspiration while I'm moving. And so um, when we went on to that episode and we were really talking about what it means when your partner is triggered and you um, don't know what to do about it. And so what happens is you go months and months and months and you feel like you need to just give up, you know, because you don't see an end in sight. During these sessions, the partner actually said, I, I feel like I've given everything I can give. I've done everything I can do. And now it's just, you know, if you have those threats in your relationship when you're arguing and it's like, um, and it's like, oh, well, uh, we should just break up. One of those times, your partner may just say, okay. And that's scary. That's scary to think that, you know, one time that your fears can actually come true because we all have those fears that our partner's going to break up with us and they're going to have enough and all of the things, but they haven't done it yet. So sometimes we can get a little bit comfortable with like throwing out those threats and saying, well, maybe we should just break up. But I remember the first time I said that um, to one of my partners that I've had in the past and they said, okay. And my heart dropped and I was like, what? Like, I couldn't believe 
that they were actually taking me up on that offer. And it was because it had been so long of going through the exact same thing that they really just didn't have the bandwidth to continue to suffer like that. And so they needed to find a way out. But like I was telling you before, when we dealt so much with um, my PMBD partner, where there was a thing about the snoring, right? So I literally said, I'm like, hey, I have an, um, I'm a light sleeper. I can't, I can't go and like just hear the snoring, right? So I start to tell my partner what he's doing wrong. But it wasn't in a sense of blaming, but I guess it came off like that. And I was just like, I can't, you know, deal with this. Like I can't sleep um, with the snoring. And so his immediate thing was, well, you snore too. And then it was a, it was like someone, your partner has like a big bag of things that you do that they haven't been talking about. And as soon as you address one thing that they're doing, or as soon as you tell them one thing that they're doing wrong, or they should do better or what they need to do, they kind of go in that bag and throw it back at you where well, you're doing this and you're doing this and you need to take responsibility for this. And what that is, is that nobody wants to feel like they're wrong at all. When you love someone, when you care about someone, you never want to hear your partner tell you that you're doing something wrong because you feel like a failure and it's a bad place to be. But it's it's less painful if you feel like you're both messed up. Like we're both in this. We're both not getting it right. So that's what happens a lot of times is the partner will say, well, I'm triggering you because I did this or, you know, well, you're doing this. And so a lot of times what they'll say to you are things that you haven't even heard, things that they haven't even told you. Right. So if we go through these sessions and weekly, we're getting it out and we're ending it in a loving way. That's so important because how many times have you told something to your PMDD partner while you're on PMDD and you've told them what you didn't like? You told them all these things. And the next thing you know, your day is ruined. Whatever you had planned, if you decide to go, like it's you guys are not connected, you're not having fun, you're going through the motions and you're just not going to have a good time. And then you're going to tie that to talking about your feelings. You're going to tie it to, I should have never talked about my feelings. I should have never told them what was on my mind. I should have never done it. And it's not that you should have never done it. You just should have done it a different way. So the goal is not to hold everything in. The goal is not to suck everything up. The goal is not to just ah get over it. Don't think to yourself, I'm being too sensitive. I'm taking it too personally. No. All of your feelings are valid. When we go through these sessions, all of your feelings are valid. I'm not here to tell you, hey, um, you as the PMDD suffer, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't feel this way. And I'm not here to tell the partner that they shouldn't do uh, feel a certain way because I don't want anyone telling me not to feel a certain way, not to think a certain way. And I know none of my clients do either. That's not the goal. The goal is to get it out, right? Without the name calling, without the blaming, without the shaming, more so talking about your feelings and how it impacts you, right? So what I did with the snoring with my partner, I didn't, I, I figured out that I, the way I was saying it was like, you're snoring, like it's your fault, right? And he wanted to, you know, make it even. So we both have something at fault. And I said, um, I say, you know what? I have a problem sleeping. I feel like I can't sleep with your snoring. It's not on you. It's on me. Like that's something I have to fix. So then there's more compassion there. It's like, oh, 
your partner is going to be willing to help you if they think that they're not the blame of everything that you're going through. Same thing with PMDD. If you tell your partner you're in PMDD and you're constantly saying, and you're making it worse because of this, because of my misophonia, you don't have a sensitivity to noise. So I can't deal with you slamming the drawers or I have a I can't sleep and I can't deal with you doing this. Like if you take your symptoms and tie them to your PMDD partner, they're going to feel the weight of the world on their shoulders. And as if PMDD is all of their fault, which let's be honest, it's not. Right. Let's be honest. Your PMDD is not your partner's fault. They're the closest person to you. So granted, there may be things that they can do to help support you, but it's not their fault. And it's not the responsibility to fix your PMDD. Just because your partner decided to be in a relationship with you doesn't mean that it's their responsibility to cure you of PMDD, to make you have beautiful, blissful days while you're in PMDD. That's unrealistic. You can barely have beautiful, blissful days in PMDD by yourself. So don't put that expectation on your partner. If you want support from them, let them know that you're struggling but don't do it at the cost of their feelings and putting that weight on them like they're the problem. They're not the problem. They may not have the tools. And that's why I work so hard with PMDD partners is because I'm giving them the tools that they want to have. They wish that they had these tools because if they did, they would use them. And I want you to know that. I want you to know if your partner had the right things to do, I know that they love you. I know that they care about you. I know that they would use them. The problem is when they don't have them. And they're spinning their wheels and they're just doing like things and they're like, oh, I don't, I don't know what to do. So I'm just going to keep trying a whole bunch of things. When you try a whole bunch of things and you fail at it, not by your fault, but you just happen to be in PMDD, like the, the PMDD sufferer gets very frustrated because it's like, why would you think to do that? You know, <laughs> like, why are you doing, then you're like chastising them. You're like blaming them for doing something that they're trying to do right, but you, it just didn't help you. So you're going to continuously get annoyed until your partner begins to implement the right tools and then you don't have to worry about it. So if you are interested in my two months exclusive, first time I'm doing this. So I don't know if you see my flyers on Instagram, but I'm only opening up 10 spots. One has been taken already. Um, so I have nine more. Once those are filled, I'm going to be closing that off and I'm not going to be doing it anymore for a while because it takes a lot of time and effort and one-on-one. My private clients do have access to me during that, you know, that two month time frame. So I have to make sure that I give them the time that they deserve in order to get the results that they want, which is months and months and months of PMDD without the breakups, without the stress, having the right tools, implementing them. And what begins to happen is you get momentum. Once my clients, my private clients have one month of PMDD and they haven't really gone off on each other, they've been able to communicate better. They've gotten the rage out. They don't feel like they're walking on eggshells. Once they have that one month, it's like rinse and repeat. You're just doing it again and again. So if you want to apply, go to the link in my bio or go to www.inlovewithpmdd.com so you can grab one of those spots before they're taken. And then also I have my ebook, which is now on sale. I made it very affordable. It's only $19.99 and it's 10 ways to manage your PMDD rage in your relationship. So if you want that, go to my website, go under PMDD tools and go grab it. You'll download it as soon as you buy it. You can download it. And it's an ebook that I wrote from years and years of years of working with PMDD partners and giving you 10 tools. 
So it's kind of like what, how one of our sessions, our private sessions will be. Go take a look at that. I hope that it helps you. But remember, the key to not being triggered with your PMDD partner is to getting it out, but getting it out in a safe place. So if you're ready to do that, go to the link in my bio, go to my website and make sure that you're getting one of those spots so that we can start working on your specific PMDD relationship. You got this. I hope these PMDD trauma transformational tools help you and your partner. I am so excited to announce that I am opening up 10 spots for my exclusive two-month private PMDD coaching called Breakup Proof Your PMDD Relationships. Within these two months, I will be working with you one-on-one to give you customized strategies for your specific relationship to ensure that you and your PMDD partner stop the monthly breakups and stress so that you can have the supportive relationship that you desire and deserve. I am only opening up 10 spots. So go to my website, www.inlovewithpmdd.com and grab your spot now. It's time to start actively working on your PMDD relationship. Remember, love is not just a feeling, it's an action. And I know that if you're listening to this podcast, you're ready to take that action. And I know that your PMDD is worth not only saving, but working on. So you can finally have the peaceful and supportive relationship that you desire and deserve. For everything that as PMDD partners go through, we should not have to do this alone. If you found this podcast helpful, please comment and leave me a five-star written review to help other PMDD partners find our show with these tools and support. This is how you can help support this show and other PMDD partners. Until next time, remember we can have the relationship that we desire and deserve while having PMDD. We got this.